Gridiron Grinder, Hut Hut Hike. All right, we're rolling. It's a Wednesday night, Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan. With me always is, as always is my buddy James. Just a couple of dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Uh, this is episode 168. Uh, we uh, took last week off. It was a sick week. Uh, and so for tonight, we're going to kick things off with Name That Stadium. Then we're going to cover the news from this past week. After that, we'll give you guys our Week 13 Power Rankings and Game Picks, and then we'll wrap it up with our Question of the Week. And so, yeah, man, how's it going tonight, James? It's going all right. It's, uh, we both had a rough week this week. You had a rough week last week, so it's kind of it's getting there. We're halfway through the week. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, experiencing some significantly different health issues. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but yeah, you know, as long as everything starts moving on the up and up, it'll be all good, man. Yeah, it it should. It's just it's rough right now. Well, hang in there, bud. Hang in there and do a little name that stadium for us. All right. So as you can see, I've traveled traveling around to kind of tie it into the topic a topic that week or something's going on in the week to different stadiums that host NFL games. First person guess it, guess get it right. We'll give you an extra special shout out in the following week's show. Um, and heck, just somebody guess. I mean, we haven't haven't had any takers in a long time. So yeah, I mean, probably not on. since the eighties. It's been a long time since the big yeah, days. Exactly. So it was two weeks ago. I was in. Um, I was at Ford Field, and it was just because I was I was pumped about the Lions coming off the. Uh, the, you know, I went to the Chargers game the week before, the um, that Sunday, and then they were hosting. I mean, they were hosting the Bears. Like, there's nothing special with that. I was just pumped about the Lions and that that win over the Chargers. So, I went with Ford Field. They probably should have saved it for the following week, not knowing we were going to skip, but yeah, um, because of Thanksgiving Day. But that's where that's where I was then, or two weeks ago. Yeah, and what the heck, man, that freaking Bears game, holy cow. You know, they gave us a run for the money, man. Yeah, they they did. It, and then ugh, fucking Green Bay, like, that yeah. game was pathetic. Well, you know, I've tried to tell people that it's like, um, you know, especially because, like, around here, you know, you get the, like, the Lions, you know, some of them are Fairweather fans where, oh, they're yeah. good now, so I, I've loved them forever it's like mm-hmm. yeah sure you have uh but then they lose to green bay and like everybody's ready to jump ship and it's just mm-hmm. like look guys come on if you know anything about this team you know that they're in a major freaking rebuild like a couple years in yeah and it's great that they came out of the gates firing on all cylinders but they're still like really in my opinion a year away from being like a legit playoff team. You know, it's just that we're, we're overperforming right now. And the last couple of weeks have shown that, you know, some of those cracks in the freaking, you know, whatever, the foundation are still there. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not all the way out of the woods yet. That's all it means, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, they're, they're good. Like they're, their their defense is suspect at times and they've been able to overcome it but you're you get a performance you know like not like a stellar performance by golf and you see what happens like with with green with green bay like in chicago they struggled golf didn't have a stellar yep. performance 
and then then Green Bay Goff didn't have a stellar performance. The offense kind of sputtered, and they they lost to Green Bay. And also with Dan Campbell, what the fuck? Stop going for it on fourth down, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. I think that when you're um, when you're you know a team coming from the bottom working your way up, you have to probably be a little bit more aggressive with your play calling and take mm-hmm. some chances to try and get you those like sneak wins or those get past those close games or whatever. But um, you also, as you're getting better, have to dial it down because you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to take as many chances as you're getting better as a team. And so, you know, he'll figure it out. I'm sure in time, it's just part of who he is and how he likes to operate. But yeah, I mean, eventually, you know, you do that too much and you're just going to get burned. Like what happened in green Bay, man, or against green Bay. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like my neighbor who happens to, happens to be a Lions fan, like I tell him like a couple of days before Thanksgiving and said, well, well, at least we're not something about like not losing on Thanksgiving or something uh-huh. like that. It's like, oh, don't jinx that. Yeah, you fucker. So that's the yeah. guy. That's who did it. Yeah. <sighs> so it's just it's just like, don't jinx it. Come on. Well, hey, you know, it's all right, man. They're still having a freaking amazing year. Uh, I'm just trying to, you know, keep it all, all in the right perspective that, yeah, exactly. If they, if they win the division and get to the playoffs, that's a huge freaking win for me. Uh, if they win, if they win a playoff game, it's even bigger, but if they get there and they lose a playoff game, I'm not going to be upset, man, because really it's, it's next year is the year that I'm going to judge them really hard on. Yeah, exactly. This year is kind of like they're. Like you, the end of last year, they started to show some signs. Like there was a lot of hype going into last year, and and they fell flat on their face coming into the season, and then started showing signs towards signs towards the end of the season, and then and then the beginning of the season, we're showing signs that they're they're there, they're almost there. But like like you said, like the defense has always been suspect. They have a lot of work to do there. The offense had like you need a true legit number one wide receiver, which they don't have. You need to. To like, I like I like the fact that they're they're keeping the running game in in the mix, and at least even when it, even when the running game's struggling, they're they're still trying trying to run the ball. But yeah. I mean, you need need that legit number one wide receiver, which is going to open up the running game. It's going to open up the other other receivers. And yeah, oh, yeah. Amon Ron St. Brown's playing playing well, but he's not. A legit number one. He's a he's a number two, and he yeah. actually I think Amon Ross St. Brown's best out of the slot. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. If we had a true number one, that offense would be very mm-hmm. hard to stop, and they're already very hard to stop without it. You know, it yeah. just would be that would be the difference maker. Uh, but then on defense, man, holy cow. I mean, they need help everywhere on defense still, and, it, and oh, that's yeah. tough. But it's, um, you know, I get it. It's part of the process, part of the rebuild. But, man, they, they need another really solid draft class, and they need to grab a couple free agents. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit bummed. Because I was actually talking to a guy about this earlier, you know, looking at what Chicago did, trading for Montez Sweat before the deadline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we wondered, oh, my God, what are they doing? They didn't negotiate the deal with him beforehand, but they got him long term and it worked out. Uh, but you look at how that one move 
totally transformed Chicago's defense. They have been playing amazing football on the defensive side of the ball since Mm -hmm. then. And, and, you know, it's like with the Lions, man, sometimes that's all it takes is just the right guy at the right time to supplement what you've got going on and accelerate them to where they need to be. And I don't know what it is for our team, but we got to get it, man. Yeah, exactly. We got to get that. We got, we have defense. We got, we got the receiver offensive line. One of the best in the league. Got to keep that together. Like there there's maybe, maybe like tweak it a little bit, but not do much there. So, and our defensive line is okay. It was okay. You need need another guy, like like a Montez Sweat. That would have been that would have been a great great addition yeah. to that defensive line to shore it up to which would stop the run game, which would allow the the linebackers and not not to have not to have the blitz and be able to cover cover better. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Um, all right, well, yeah, you know a little lion's tangent there, but what we can rein it back in and switch over to our recap of the past week. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, man, how about you take the lead on the news this week? All right. It's kind of, kind of going to be a light based on shit, shit that's going on. Kind of light recap. Then we'll go and go into the games. We really have two weeks of surprise games to, to talk about. Um, there's, there's a few there, but uh, the first thing and, and which happened this week was Frank Reich being fired, which, which I mean, we'll talk, we'll t- hint, we'll talk about that later. But um, I'm just going to say it was, it was about time. There was that was a, there there were problems there in Carolina, and yeah. we'll we'll go from there. Um, the, we'll we'll talk about that that a little bit more later. Um, Rogers, his um, 21-day practice window is officially open, so he's is coming, coming back. I actually thought I read, I read, saw two articles. One was, was he practiced, and one was his practice window was opened. So I'm going to go with the one he practiced. Apparently, um, a, exactly 11 weeks from tearing his um, Achilles, he. Okay was cleared for functional football activity, but not Jeez. contact. So, which is, which is absolutely absurd. And like, he talked about it. He, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Like it was like two week, like four where he was saying that he was going to come back this season. Yeah. That's lightning fast, man. Yeah. Which I, he had, he did his surgery was, um, it was, it was, a cutting edge surgery he did on the Achilles. So apparently it it's working. Um, and so his, they can have to decide by December 20th, if they're going to bring him back from injured reserve. Yeah. So it's, can we stay in the playoff picture? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, that's what it's, the key is, is if they're in the playoff picture and they have a ch- they, they have a chance to make the playoffs, I guarantee you Rogers is going to come back if they, if they, you know, start to tail off and somehow, I don't know how they're staying in the playoff picture as it is now, but they are. And so if it's, you know, these next few next couple weeks are going to be key, especially at four yeah. and seven, how the fuck are they in the playoff picture? Like, they're yeah. what, three games out. Yeah, I think the um, the AFC man has has kind of fallen apart a little bit this year. You know, you look at 
what happened to Cincinnati, you know, the Chargers, they mm-hmm. always underperform. Uh, the Seahawks, they lost their last couple in a row. You know, you just got – look at what happened with Cleveland, with Watson going down. You know, Pittsburgh is suspect. I mean, holy cow, dude. Like, there's a lot open up in the AFC, you know, for yeah, grabs. So, so they're, they're three games out, and, like, there's, there's, they have um, two – they have the Dolphins, which, I mean, that's going to be a rough game. But So they have the Falcons this week. Then they, they're at – they're home against the Texans, who are – who are two games ahead of them. Um, and then they have, uh, then they have the dolphins. So, I mean, in theory, they also, they also still have to play the Browns who are, who are ahead of them. Um, and I think it's an uphill battle, but they have a chance. Yeah. And like they, they beat the, they already beat the Broncos who are ahead of them. And, it's just crazy that they're in. They beat the Chargers, who who are who are ahead of them, or who who are tied with them. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, they, they, they lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Chargers. My my fault. Yeah, they just got to squeeze something out of that offense, man. And it's yeah. it's tough because that defense has done everything it can to keep them in it, and it's just not. They're getting zero on offense. Yeah, they're well. I mean, that's. Um, What's what's Zach Wilson? Yeah, issue. Which I mean, we've yeah, he's on the bench now, but you know, Tim Boyle's not. (laughs) You know, yeah. Actually, I miss I miss that. I completely miss that they benched benched him. So, like I, huh? With with the Lions playing on Thursday, I didn't. You know, I kind of paid attention to the games on Sunday, but not as much as I I normally do. Um, did kind of did other other things. I got you. I got I got some, but I I miss that they benched Wilson. But speaking of benching your starting quarterback, um, that's that's a good segue to uh, apparently the rumor coming out of New England is Mac Jones is being benched. In fact, Mac Jones has not been practicing with the ones this week. Uh, Bailey Zappi Bailey Zappi has been taking the um, the majority of the practices with against uh, first team practices, uh, which I mean yeah it's it's good it's it's good because like you talked about you talked about it uh, we may have talked I don't know if we touched on it or it might have been the week before Thanksgiving that they I'm trying to remember when man we were talking just about how bad he looked in the pocket. He just yeah, because it was the it was the um, after the the um, where the which was it Munich they played in. It was just just after that game. Um, that might have been it. Yeah, it was just after after that game where where like he 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 doesn't have it, dude. Doesn't have it, and and so he took no he took he didn't take any throws and in the time that reporters were at practice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, Belichick's not saying anything. He, but but apparently Malik Cunningham, who's on the practice squad, and Bailey Zappi are, took most, most of the reps in, in practice, at least while reporters were there. Um, and so it's... 
it looks yeah. like it, what it's looking like is they're turning to Bailey Zappi to be be the starter, which I mean is it's crazy. They're throwing in the towel. They're they're th- they're th- not they're throwing in the towel like they they realized and it's I don't understand because Mac Jones going from going from Nick Saban to Bill Belichick who Saban was a Belichick disciple it, sh- it should have been an easy transition and in fact they brought in uh, what's his name Bill O'Brien uh, man Bill yeah. O'Brien who was who was Mac Jones's yeah. offensive coordinator in college and he still isn't getting it done. So it, yeah. it's just, it's it's shocking to me because I thought he was in his draft. I thought he was one. He he. I thought he should have been drafted by San Francisco instead of uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Trey Lance. I thought that's who who San Francisco traded up to draft, and then they took Trey Lance. And because I thought I thought he he would have been like a perfect fit in the Shanahan offense, and even in New England, especially bringing in O'Brien in, I thought that was a great fit for him, and he was set up to succeed there. And he's just he just doesn't have it, and it's just another tale of that Alabama quarterback not translating to the NFL. I mean, that's the problem that uh, what's his face in Carolina's having, Bryce Young's having, is for some reason. Playing at Alabama, which is a pro style offense, but it doesn't translate to the NFL game, and yeah. they struggle. And which, which I have have concerns about Bryce Young and what I've seen out of him. I don't know if it's if if coaching is the issue or if the issue is with Bryce Young, but they will come back to that. Sure. But, yeah. Um, the next thing I had was. Was Deshaun Jackson officially retired this week? Um, he officially retired as an Eagle, which I mean, he's been out of the league for what three years? Yeah, I don't even remember, man. I Two remember years. he tried latching on a team a couple years ago, and you know, it just it's tough. You know, even even before he kind of disappeared, man, he was you know supposedly still had the speed, but he kept getting hurt. Yeah, so he was. I guess he was on. I forgot about. Wow, I forgot about about he was being on Baltimore last year. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't even remember, man. Yeah. And and then the year before, I, I remembered him being with the with the Rams, but I mean, shit. He he, he his rookie year was two thousand and eight, so it's no surprise that he's he's retiring. But it's it's yeah. good. He officially retired. And he officially retired as a Philadelphia Eagle, where he had all. All of his his success. Um, yeah, he, he was a burner, man. He, yeah, was he on? Yeah, he he was on the Super Bowl team. Okay. Champion. The what was that X? What year was that? Two thousand. Gosh. Oh wait! Oh, he was on the Rams. He he officially has a Super Bowl championship um, because he was part of the Rams. Okay, that's gotcha. That's what it is. Because Philly, Philly won it. I know Philly won it with Peterson. Yeah, what year was that? I think that was the year. Was 18? 
Oh man, was it that long ago already? It might have been. No, it wasn't 18. It was 17. It was 2017. I was close. It was the 2017 season when he was in, um, he was with the Buccaneers that year. It was the year, it was a couple years after he left. But it's good for him. He retired. Um, next, next thing I had was um, Jonathan Taylor injury. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that. Yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't able to find what his, what the actual injury is, but he had to have surgery on his thumb. So I, I was seeing a lot of reports that it could, he could be out for the season, this and that, but he's expected to miss two to three weeks um, okay. with that because of that, which is not good for those fantasy football owners that have him because we're starting to come up to, to the oh, playoff yeah. push. And so, I mean, that's, He's, it's just a disappointment this year. Like, like yeah, pe- people, you you got value with him because he was he wasn't projected to start the season. He didn't start the season on the team, and so you had the value in him. Got him late late round pick as a late, later round pick. But I mean, just a disappointing year overall. He did good while he was in, but I mean, he missed what like four weeks before he he oh, came yeah. back in. Early and then, yeah, yeah. And so so I mean. And then coming in the playoff push, that's that's where people people who drafted him drafted him for the playoff push, and it looks like that he's not going to be available for the playoff push. Maybe coming back for let's see, we're week thirteen, so he might might be back for semifinals or finals because most most fantasy finals are week seventeen because nobody plays in week eighteen. But just a dis just just disappointment for those fantasy owners that have him. <coughs> Yeah, and I, I'll I'll just give you a fantasy tangent, man. So we got um, in our league and in a league that I'm in with some other guys. <laughs> just you know, talk about rare events here. We've got the uh, the two top scoring teams uh, right now out of the playoffs, and I think the guy in our league still has a chance to get in. Uh, I am the guy in the other league, and I just lost this past week, which I, I'm pretty sure locks me out. And so it's like, you just talk about bad luck, man. How do you freaking have the high points, and you just you get that many bad matchups where you're just playing the freaking ringer every week? And so uh, it's fantasy, man. It's fun, but there's a fair amount of luck involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I somehow in our league have gotten into the playoff picture um, after the dismal, dismal start. I started 0-4 in our league, and since then I've, I've, I've gone 4-2. Nice. I, made, I made a lineup mistake this past week because uh, what's-his-face from um, on the Rams? Uh, Williams. Oh, yeah, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. Uh, he was coming back. Coming back from from IR last week, and I was like, you know, I looked at it, I saw he was coming back, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start start him because he's going to come back, he's going to struggle, and he went out and put up 33 up. points. Yeah, and I lost by 
I ended up losing last week by I think thirteen. Okay. And if I would if I would have started him because I so I started Eckler who got me four points right there. There's a win or Camara yeah. who got me eleven right there. I would have won. Yeah. Or I mean, or even if I would have started him over Pacheco who had a good game, I would have fucking won. I just had to put his ass in my lineup, and I chose not to because I had concerns with him coming off the injury and working back into it. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Yeah, so I I, dig, I digress. Um, there, but and I I didn't realize that the top scoring team in our league. Wow. I didn't realize that because I'm like, what, third highest scoring? And, and that's the thing you mentioned. That. I'm third highest scoring. I'm barely in the playoff picture. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. I have, I, I mean. I that's should, where the luck factor comes in, man. Sometimes fourth, it fourth works highest. for you. Sometimes it works against you. Fourth highest. Sorry. I, I missed your points. That's cool. That's cool. Right. Because, but I'm. Where are my points against? I wanna just wanna see. So yeah, so I I'm ahead, but but yeah, like the highest scoring in, in our league you mentioned has like this has also allowed the second high or faced the second highest points. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. So for me in, in the other league I've got the most points against me. And so it's just, you know, it's like that it's all right. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean our our buddy, he's very similar situation you know you just can't you can't shake that kind of luck man yeah and in my other league i am seven and five so i'm just having an off year in fantasy it's been (laughs) it's my other league i i normally dominate that league but not this year but i've had i've scored so I'm third, and I've scored the second highest points. My yeah, so you're you're kind of like right there, you know. Yeah. No, third highest points. Whatever. Yeah, who cares? It is what it is. I just noticed I have a bunch of fuckers on by this week, which I thought five weeks were done. So I got to. Oh, yeah. Add that, you know, extra game to the schedule and you've got bye weeks all the way to the end, basically. Well, I thought bye weeks were done because there were no buys last week. Yeah, it's funny how they did that, right? It's like, why not just ride the buyers weeks all the way out and then be done with it? Yeah. So, I mean, um. Anyways, I go back to, I'll go back to the news and get off my rant. Um, there's a there was was a bit of good news this week on on Miles Garrett because he he heard or felt a pop in his shoulder his left shoulder during during the game um, this past week, and he had tests done on it. There's no structural damage, and he's projected to play this week, so won't miss any time. So he didn't. He avoided serious injury, and which was the, which was the concern um, with him, especially hearing hearing or feeling a pop in his shoulder yeah. when he's playing. 
So I guess it just kind of depends on on pain at this point for him if he's going to play. Yeah, you know, and you got to wonder too with with Watson being out now. You know, it's like if if they lose, you know, like how many how many would they lose before they would just kind of put Miles Garrett on the shelf, right? Because well, that's that's the thing is I don't think they would because they're seven and four. They're hanging in there. Well, no, I don't think they would put him on the shelf. Um, because he's chasing. Oh, he's going for a sack, a sack record. record. Um, so. Because yeah, both then him it, and him and Khalil Mack are within striking distance of um, him, Khalil Mack. I'm looking for the ball. He has 13 sacks. So with with um, if they're seven and four, they have six games left. He's within striking distance of setting the single season sack record. So if if he stays within striking distance of it do i don't think that they would put him yeah i mean i think i think in that scenario you put some of it on him it's like hey Mm -hmm. if you want to get that record go for it but if if they fall out of playoff contention it's like hey man it's your choice because obviously they want him healthy going into the off season and ready to roll week one next year when they try and do it again, you know? Yeah. So he's, he, so you have Daniel Hunter who has 13 and a half sacks, TJ Watt who has 13 and a half, Khalil Mack and Miles Garrett have 13. Okay. So it's basically between those four who like one of them has a very solid chance of setting the single season sack record this year. Um, Probably um, Miles, Probably Daniel Hunter, Daniel Hunter and T.J. Watt have the have the highest chance of it, but still, with the, with the, being in striking distance, I think the it's not going to be a Browns decision. I think if if they tail off, I yeah. think they're going to put it on him. Like that's fine. You know, let him make his mark, <laughs> man. Yeah, but I mean, easily one of those four could. Tie, at least tie the record. Uh, Watt, Watt is it's um, Strahan and Watt that are tied with 22 and a half um, sacks in the season. Uh, Watt did it in 2021, or tied it in 2021, which I, I forgot about until I just read that. A little bit more in injury news. Um, left tackle for Jacksonville Jaguars, Cam Robinson, was put on the IR, which is with a knee injury. Which that's a concern for Jacksonville because there's been a lot of pressure on um, uh, what the fuck's his name, Trevor Lawrence. I, I could only come up with because people refer to him as Prince or something like that, or the Prince or the Crown Prince or some something stupid like that. So I was stuck on Prince for a minute, um, but that there's been a lot of from what I've seen, the portion of the games I've seen, there's been a lot of pressure and a lot of, a lot of 
um, people getting to Trevor Lawrence this year, which is why it looks like Jacksonville has stepped back a little bit this year. And if taking out Cam Robinson, who's that anchor on the left side uh, and one of the best, best left tackles in the league, that's even more concerning um, for them. And we'll see how Jacksonville can handle that. Yeah. And the last item I had was Julius Peppers. Or I'm sorry, the NFL Hall of Fame semifinalists were announced. Julius Peppers, which I hope Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates um, were were semifinalists. Okay, it was. I I just I was like I hope this is their first year of eligibility because that's. If they're if it's not their yeah. first year of eligibility and they're not in the fucking Hall of Fame, there's something wrong with the voting prog- progress. Um, and then so you have so it's fifteen fifteen players that are in, in as semifinalists: Julius Peppers, um, Antonio Gates, uh, Jared Allen, Dwight Freeney. Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Tory Holt, Patrick Willis, Willie Anderson, Darren Woodson, Eric Allen, Anquan Bolden, Jari Evans, London Fletcher, Eddie George, James Harrison, Rodney Harrison, Robert Mathis, Steve Smith Jr., I'm sorry, Steve Smith Sr., Fred Taylor, Heinz Ward, Ricky Waters, Reggie Wayne, and Vince Wilfork. Okay, first of all, what the fuck is wrong with the Hall of Fame if um, if uh, Darren Woodson and um, and and Andre Andre Johnson aren't in the Hall of Fame? In my opinion, yeah. Um, I mean, Dwight Freeney, Dwight Freeney should have been should be in the Hall of Fame. This they this is not their first year of eligibility. They were they were semifinalists last year and didn't make it last year and they still didn't make it. Um, but also, also with with Anquan Bolden, um, and it's a pretty sweet group of guys you named off, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like how are these some of these players not in the Hall of Fame? I'm trying to remember. I think it's so semifinalists. Uh, So <laughs> that's ridiculous. So this is this is the process. The, I'm sorry, there were 28 um, semifinalists, which will then be reduced to 15 finalists. The 15 finalists will be trimmed to 10, and then to five, and then the those five people have to have to, the final five will need 80 percent of the vote from the panel to get in the Hall of Fame. So. Like it's maximum five players they put in the Hall of Fame a year. Huh. Okay. That's absurd. That's absurd. That that that's absurd. But if if Peppers and Antonio Gates, who are all-time players at their position, yeah. I mean they should be sure Hall sure sure surefire Hall of Famers. But um, like. The only other player, wait, okay, so headline group, 
25. Your only other player who advanced to the semifinal stage in his first year of eligibility was running back Tiki Barber. How? Yeah, I never liked him, man. How? He wasn't... Okay. He, he wasn't like some game-changing player. No, he wasn't some game-changing player. Like, Julius Peppers finished his career with 159.5 sacks. Um, the fourth most in league history since sacks were... Um, were... Stat category, <laughs> yeah. Stat. Yeah. And Antonio Gates... I mean, he was an all-time tight yeah. end. I mean, yeah. eleven thousand eight hundred and forty-one yards um, receiving, which is as a freaking tight end. As a freaking tight end, but a hundred and sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, which is the most by any tight end. Yeah. Okay, so there's nine because there are four final four. Or there. Okay, so the senior category also. It's just absurd that they they only put five modern day players not in the senior category in the Hall of Fame every fucking year. Like that's just that's just that's just fucking absurd if you ask me. Uh... And. Trying to see, I'm glancing, make see if there's anything that came up that I missed. Uh, uh, I think that's all I had. Oh, the Cleveland Browns have a new number two quarterback. Okay. Did you hear about this? Who their backup quarterback is now? Uh, I believe so. Which I thought this guy retired like two years ago or three years ago. He should have retired like five years ago. Um, that's when he was actually a relevant quarterback. But Joe Flacco oh, yeah. is, their, is now their backup quarterback. How is he How is he still latching on with the team? You know, he had a cannon for an arm. But I, I he, tell you, you go back to that. It was like the year or two after they won the Super Bowl in Baltimore, and he hurt his when he back. Got his money. When he and he got it, he got his money. Yeah. Well, and, he got his money, and he hurt his back, and and then it, yeah. he was never the same man. And then and then with um with he was when he was with the Jets was oh, he, he was so Jets. awful with the Jets. He was he was absolutely awful. Was that two years ago? I think so. Yeah, three years ago he was with the Jets. Um, like it was while Zach Wilson's been there, so. And he he like he couldn't even beat out Zach Wilson for the fucking starting job. Like, I mean, how ridiculous! It was three years ago. It was twenty. No, he was with the Jets in, from twenty in twenty twenty. Then he was momentarily on the Eagles in twenty one, and then back with the Jets for twenty one and twenty two. Okay. So, but like, how is he still latching on? Like, seriously. Don't know, but yeah. So that's all I had for news. What did I miss? Uh, I'm sure there's a thing or two out there, but I'm gonna try and save my voice. You know, I'll, I'll be a little bit more thorough with you next week. 
All right. So surprise games, which is really, really two weeks worth of surprise games. Where the fuck did my... So from two weeks ago, which was um, week 11, (laughs) as we didn't do last week. Um, Oh, wait. Did we talk about that? What's that? Yeah, because we did Friday that week. So we talked about the the Joe Burrow injury. Yes. Okay. Because I was like, I was like, wait a minute, did we talk about that? In- yeah, we did cover that. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, for that week, man, you know, the Packers beating the Chargers. Yeah, a it was bit of a the, surprise. The Packers, the Packers beating the Chargers. Um, that that was that was the first one I I saw. I was just glancing glancing through, and. The Giants over the frickin' Commanders, man. You know, that's not... That. So the Giants over the Commanders isn't that much of a surprise. I mean, it's... it How... I just was sticking there, a fork in the Giants, man. Well, no, no. The surprise there is how badly they beat them. Yeah. Um, but, like, the Giants over the Commanders, like, they played... What was it? Week 8? Week 9? And the Giants beat the Commanders then. So that's not as much as a surprise. The surprise is that they put up 31 points somehow. Yeah. With um, uh, DeVito or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, with DeVito. Um, so so I'll give you, give you that one as a little bit of a surprise, but not as much of a surprise. I think the only really su- real surprise game was the, char- the Chargers losing to the Packers. And sure. it shouldn't be a surprise because the Chargers always charger. Yeah, and I don't know how the fuck Brandon Staley still has a job there because he obviously does not know how to how to perform duties as a head coach. He's he's terrible with clock management. He's terrible with timeouts. He's he's just he his defense looks absolutely ridiculously horrible. Even though he's supposed to that's supposed to be his specialty. Yeah. Um But I mean, kind of it's a surprise because it's the Packers. But it's also not a surprise because the Chargers are always going to charge her, as I like to say. And I think that was about it from week 11. Week 12. I would say there was two. Two surprise games from week 12. Two surprise games from week 12. The first one was, we'll start with the Thanksgiving game. We kind of touched on this a little bit, but but it was a surprise that it shouldn't be because the Lions always stumble and, and like, it is a divisional game, but and they always, which reminds me, I just, just remembered. I forgot to tell you the story. When we were walking into to the to SoFi, a couple of weeks ago, what was that week ten? Uh, as we were walking, I look up, look up, and I see this person wearing a fucking Joey Harrington jersey. Oh no! I hate, I, I have I, one in my closet, man. Right, but to wear it to a game because it, it's it's on topic because the Lions always fucking fucking put let 
quarterbacks on Thanksgiving put up ridiculous numbers against them. Yeah. Um, and it popped in my head because didn't Joey Harrington th- when when he, he was, was with, with the Miami, Dolphins? Yeah, he put up like four. He threw for like Torched four or five touchdowns against the Lions. So that's it's kind of not a surprise, but but the Lions, like I just don't how how they were ba- they were, how they were dominated in the first quarter is is where the surprise really is like yeah. i mean they allowed 20 points in the first quarter which is ups- which is absurd as it is but um they just it, it was like they weren't they didn't get up for the game like i i think they i i don't want to say they look past green bay because they don't really have that tough of a matchup this week um, I say I'd say that because I don't like the Saints and I'm really down on the Saints right now. But but it's not like the Saints are late late in the world. It's not like they were playing Philadelphia this week. So they yeah. they could you know the Packers they're they're four and six. And let's look pack, past them. Packers and the Packers have been coming on. So it's like they just didn't show up for the game. And the defense, I mean, they they were they were sloppy all around, man. Yeah, they were, they were all, around. all around, and I, I, I thought, I thought I remembered Golf throwing an, inter- an interception, but it's not listed, so I guess he didn't. So he hit it, the one fumble, and then the uh, what was it, another fumble? And... Yeah, he had like he had he had like I remember the two, I thought he had two fumbles and an interception, but the um, stats. Don't show an interception. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions, threw for two hundred or three hundred and thirty-two yards. Um, but so was it three? He had three fumbles. Okay. Okay. So he had three fumbles. I thought it was two fumbles and an interception. It was three fumbles, and it was terrible timing, terrible position on the field for the fumbles. Like I think two of them yeah. were in like the red zone. I mean, maybe all three of them were in in Lions territory, which if you're setting Green Bay up like that, you're, there's no way you're going to win the game. And I, I think I, it's just, it's hard to dig out of the hole every time like that, man. Mm-hmm. And Green Bay, I don't think had any turnovers in the game either, which, <coughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't remember Green Bay having a turnover. Green Bay put it, put a solid game together and the Lions just didn't show up. And with golf, like you can't fumble the ball three times and lose it and expect to win. No, no, I don't know. Didn't green Bay have like uh, a receiver lose a ball or something on the sideline. So I'm looking, I'm looking at the, at the sets. Jordan love didn't throw any interceptions and on, in the fumbles fumble category, it there, there are no fumbles listed for okay. green Bay. No, no, no fumbles lost or no fumbles by a Green Bay player. The only listing is the three recoveries. Gotcha. On golf fumbles, so which I don't remember that that being the case. So I must I must remember something that wasn't there. That's um, all right, man. And the other other surprise game that I had for for Week Twelve was. Uh, where'd it go? It was, it was the Colts game. The Colts over over Tampa Bay. Um, 
I just, I didn't think, like, I'm down on Tampa Bay this, this year. I'm, I'm not saying Tampa Bay is a good team, but I thought, I thought if it was Richardson playing that that the Colts would have had a chance, but I didn't think because because it was uh, Gardner Minshew, I but I didn't think that the Colts would would pull the game out. I thought it would be close, but I thought yeah. Tampa Bay would would win in the end, and that's not what happened there, I, which which I thought was a surprise. I mean, they won by by a touchdown, and I think it was. If I remember correctly, it was twenty to twenty, and it was a later touch. Okay, so they were down seventeen twenty, and then um, they scored scored a touchdown with about seven and a half minutes, and then held on. Gotcha. Okay, that's what it was. But. Because I remembered the the touchdown, I thought it was later in the game than like seven and a half minutes left in the in the fourth quarter. But still, for them to pull it out, it's great for them. Um, it's unfortunate that they lost uh, Jonathan Taylor for a couple of weeks, and and these couple of weeks are are going to be crucial. Seeing as though they're six and five, and they're they're in the yep. hunt to um, for they're in the hunt for the division, I believe. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on their other running back, but he's been having a great year too. So they might be okay, but it's um, yeah. Anytime you lose a, a key guy like that, it it can hurt. Yeah, so they're two two games behind behind Jacksonville, and they have. And you know, it might not be that bad losing Taylor for if it, say it's say it's three weeks. The only game that would really that that really would could hurt them is um, the third game, which is Pittsburgh. Okay. Because because they play at at Tennessee and at Cincinnati these next two weeks, which which those teams are are lost at sea, man. Yeah. yeah. I I was gonna say that they're 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 full fledged members of the struggle bus, but s- still, and they have they have fairly a fairly easy or schedule um going out the rest of the year where I think I think that they have if they can if they can go two and one those through those three games, I think they have a chance of winning the winning division. They're two games behind Jacksonville and Jacksonville has has well they don't have that hard of a schedule either remaining. <laughs> wow. The league really all right, so this is this is the Colts' remaining schedule is they they are um, at Tennessee, at Cincinnati, they play home against the Steelers, at Atlanta, home against the Raiders, home against the Texans, and Jacksonville plays at Cleveland. I'm sorry, first the Bengals, home home against the Bengals, at Cleveland, home against the Ravens, at Tampa Bay. Home against the Panthers at the Titans. I wonder what the Texans' schedule is because that's the other. The Texans are right in the mix too, yeah. at six and five. What is their? I'd love to see Houston pull it off. Yeah, they're just a great story. Wow. They. All three of those teams have easier schedules. 
remaining. Like, yeah, the Broncos who are on fire. Um, Houston plays plays the Broncos Broncos uh, this week, and then they're at the Jets, at the Titans, home against the Browns, home against the Titans, at the Colts. Yeah, I mean they could win almost all those games. Yeah, they could like they could could win almost all those games. Um, they did. I think they they're one and one against Jacksonville. Yeah, they're one and one against Jacksonville. They're 0-1 against the Colts. So, I mean, if they win all those games and split that and they, they split with Jacksonville, then it's going to come down to to the our conference record, which I think Houston would take. Nope, nope it wouldn't be conference. It wouldn't be conference record, huh? That's going to be interesting. Interesting to see. Let me let me see where it is right now. So, Indianapolis wins uh, division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Houston. Indianapolis wins. Okay, so because Indy is one and zero currently against Houston, Indy won that tiebreaker, but they're. They both, all three of them, okay, so all three of them, no, that, if it was conference record, Houston would take it. If if Houston wins out because they would need Jacksonville to lose because Jacksonville only has two losses in conference, but both Houston and the Colts have three losses in conference, and Houston and Indy play, play each other. Um, Jacksonville has... The Ravens left, which could be a conference loss. It'll be interesting to see. I think actually all, I mean, technically Tennessee is still in it, but it's yeah. really down to those three teams. Yeah, Tennessee's in trouble, man. I mean, you know, rookie quarterback, just, you know, lots of issues. Yeah, Tennessee is um, four games back so technically they're still in the yeah. division but no, I mean they're still in the playoff picture they're only three out of the playoff picture was it you telling me the rumor about Vrabel going to New England no it wasn't but that that was kind of I, I hadn't heard that but it does make sense yeah he's got the connection if I'm yeah. him, I don't know if I would want to go to New England, but, um, you know, it just all depends, man. You know, if he could, you know, get somewhere where they could, you know, partner up with a good GM and get some players, geez, man, he's a heck of a coach. Just such a shitty team. Yeah. I. And his team's all, like, it's, like, Tennessee, it's, it's like, finally coming – they're finally performing to what they are on paper because he's always had his teams overperforming. Like on yep. paper, his paper tendency hasn't been shit, and they've always eleven wins. Oh yeah, so I mean, I think I think it makes sense, but like the, you yeah. don't really have anything with new in New England either. So yeah, I, I I don't know, man. He's almost better hanging and seeing if Levis can be the guy, but. Mm-hmm. 
Because um, you, because you have you, you probably are drafting or look still looking for a quarterback. Like you're, you're definitely still looking for a quarterback in New England. So, because yep. yep. Zappy's not the answer, Matt Jones isn't the answer. Maybe you go sign Kirk Cousins. What the f- fuck happened to my power rankings? Uh, so, okay, I can fix it. Um, but outside of that, do you have any surprise games that I missed? No, man, you covered it pretty well. All right. So then on to our power rankings, which I noticed something on our, when we get to our picks tracker, remind me, I have to mention something. There's a mistake there. Okay. Um, so I'll start, I'll I'll start my, my, my top five. There's a little bit of a shakeup. Um, at, at one, I still have Baltimore. They were, were there, um, two weeks ago. They didn't move. Uh, Philadelphia, I moved to number number two, especially especially with the win against uh, Kansas City um, this past this, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I mean, that was that was a good good win for them. I, they moved up to number two. Dallas moved up one spot to number number three. Dallas, I wasn't not really impressed by Dallas, but it's more of since since Detroit lost who I who I had at number two, um, I kind of I I took Detroit out and Baltimore I think is still the top team in the league um, and so Philadelphia couldn't even though Philadelphia had a, had a better win two weeks ago I Philadelphia at two Dallas at three San Francisco moved up two spots to four um, you know I. With San Francisco, I think I killed them too much with how like when they had that hiccup two or three weeks, and this is kind of readjusting for it. Uh, I probably actually should have put San Francisco ahead of Dallas. Actually, I'm going to do that. San, San, um, San Francisco is three, Dallas is is four because San okay. Francisco did beat Dallas. Um, and then I moved. I took the Lions down to down to five from two after losing to Green Bay. Um, if it was not a divisional game, I probably would have killed the Lions more, but it was a divisional game. It was on Thanksgiving, and they the recent history, they always struggle on Thanksgiving, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it. Yeah, seven I'm, years I'm in a row them. now. I, I lowered them, but I'm not going to kill them for it because it's, it's tradition that the Lions lose on Thanksgiving Day. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna limit the commentary. I'm just gonna give you my my uh, my order and what changed. And so uh, my one through four actually did not change. I've got Philly, San Francisco, Kansas City, and then Baltimore. Uh, and then at five, I moved up Dallas by one spot. And for me at at six, I have Kansas City who dropped down one spot. Um, Kansas City dropped down one spot, even though they won this past week. Was they lost? They lost two weeks ago. 
Uh, yeah, they lost to Philly two weeks ago. Yeah, two and then weeks they ago, they lost, lost the to Raiders, Philly. Yeah. Lost, lost to Philly, and that, that was kind of like a pattern for them, like coming out of, like going into the bye. Wait, no. Like they lost, like four weeks ago, they lost to Denver. They lost to Philly. Like they're, they're hit and miss, and they're not, they don't have that dynamic offense. So I don't believe, I don't think they belong in the top five. And uh, they I'm need still a wide hold, receiver, man. I'm still holding the loss to Detroit against them. I'm glad and you're doing it. Because, because like that was, that game sets the opening, especially the, opening game of the season that sets the tone for the season for a team and and yeah they had injured players but they struggled yeah then at seven and eight didn't didn't move um i had um miami at seven seattle at eight even though seattle lost to san francisco they lost to san francisco san francisco is probably is, is probably too low at number three we'll sh- we'll see going into this week i think I didn't want to move San Francisco ahead of Philadelphia because Philadelphia had had two two solid wins back to back, where it's beating beating Kansas City and then coming coming up the next this past week and beating Buffalo and then now they have to play San Francisco. If Philadelphia Philadelphia has an incredibly rough stretch, these it's like these five weeks. Um, if you if you look at it, they because they starting with week ten, they played Dallas. They played yeah, so they played played Dallas in week ten. Week eleven they played the Chiefs. Week tw- Chiefs. Week twelve they played the Bills. Week thirteen this week they played the 49ers. Week f- fourteen they played Dallas. Week fifteen they play Seattle. And then, and then they have they have two games against the Giants and the Cardinals to finish the season. But this is an incredibly hard stretch for them, and I'm I'm really impressed by it. they got up for the Chiefs game and then turned around and got up for the for the Bills game. And I and so I think I think they I don't think San Francisco was better. And I went on a tangent. I I'm going to go back. That that was the reason why I think San Francisco is better than Philly, but. I since San Francisco is one of the teams I'm seeing as the top team or the elite teams in the league, I'm not going to kill Seattle for losing to them. Sure. Jacksonville, I moved up two spots. It was kind of with Jacksonville was a function of I moved teams out and kind of redid my top 10 because of like the struggles with Cincinnati and Cleveland um, and teams losing. So Jacksonville bumped up into my top 10 two spots bumped up two spots into my top 10 and the same with Pittsburgh they bumped up three spots into my top 10 I think I think with the AFC North Pittsburgh is clearly especially with the injuries in Cleveland and Cincinnati um, Pittsburgh is clearly the better team they have some struggles offensively but um, I had Cincinnati in my in at at 10 going in two weeks ago um i didn't we didn't do power rings last week and then so with pittsburgh beating cincinnati i i just kind of put pittsburgh ahead of cincinnati because i had them so close and i moved cincinnati down gotcha yeah. uh yeah so at six i've got the dolphins i moved them up one spot from where they were a couple weeks ago 
Uh, at seven, I've got Jacksonville. Same thing. I moved them up one spot. Uh, at eight, I've got the Lions. I dropped them three based on uh, that Green Bay loss. And I, I really, it was kind of a combination of them almost losing to Chicago. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to see a more decisive victory. Uh, and then at nine, I've got the Seahawks. I bumped them up twice, even though they lost two in a row. Um, when I went through my board, keeping in mind that there were two weeks of moves that I had to make, uh, Seattle got to kind of like capitalize on the misfortune of other teams like Cincinnati uh, getting, you know, Burrow getting hurt and some stuff like that. And though, uh, and then at 10, I've got Cleveland. I moved them up two spots. <clears throat> that wasn't really as much about, you know, like them winning or anything. It was more about respecting their record at this point with them being at seven and four. Uh, you know, this is kind of like somewhere in there, the range of where they should be. But I do believe with Watson being out, they're going to be trickling down that defense mm-hmm. isn't going to be able to carry them forever. True. And then at 11, I, I said and mentioned I had Cincinnati at, at 10. I just moved Cincinnati down one spot. Um, it's kind of they got lucky because a lot of teams in here lost, and so they only it was only one spot. Even though I probably should have killed them a little bit more. Buffalo they lost to Philadelphia. I left them at twelve. I'm not impressed with Buffalo at all this year. Um, but they lost they lost to Philadelphia. Wait, did they lose the week before too? Uh, pretty. Sure. Pretty sure they beat no, they beat the Jets the week before. Oh, okay, it was the Jets, yeah. So that's so so, but so I only dropped them one spot. They probably should drop further uh, because of the Burrow injury because it's just not the same team. But we'll we'll see. I'm sorry, Buffalo. Buffalo probably should have dropped off of the loss to Philadelphia, but since it is my top two one of my top two teams i'm not going to kill them but i'm not impressed with buffalo this year because it's like they played down to their opponent um they struggled struggled with the jets they lost to the jets the first week they they lose games they're not supposed to and win games they're not supposed to they they don't they don't win games that they're supposed to besides sometimes with the jets cleveland i dropped four spots um this is kind of a function. They lost at Denver, even though Denver is one of the hottest teams in the league currently, or is the hottest team in the league currently. They seem to be putting it together. Excuse me. They, Cleveland lost lost the team that I had down in the bottom, and I only dropped them four spots because uh, because my fourteen fifteen from last week also lost, which was Minnesota and Houston. Minnesota, I I left it. I, yeah, fourteen fifteen. Minnesota and Houston. I left at fourteen fifteen, even though they lost, because it's kind of a function of do I th- who I have at sixteen. Do I think that team could win? And then teams lost, and it's just how the board worked out where they where they didn't drop, even off of the loss. I got you. Uh, so yeah, over on my side at eleven, I got Pittsburgh, and so I bumped them up two spots. Uh, this is a lot about their record at this stage of the game. We know offensively, even though they, they just got it over 400 yards last week, they're having a lot of struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, 12, I've got the Chargers. I dropped them down two. 
you know, really should probably be dropping them down farther. I don't know why I'm not like totally smoking them, but uh, at 13, I've got the Texans. I moved them up one. 14, I've got Buffalo. I moved them up one. Uh, and and basically, they, they got the bump after beating the Jets in the way the board shook out, but then they didn't get dropped because they lost to Philly, which is one of my top teams, so it wasn't like a fair punishment. But like you're saying, Buffalo is really having problems this year. Uh, and then at 15, I've got Cincinnati. I dropped them six spots. <laughs> a lot of that is because of the Burrow situation, and I, I think they're kind of like in a bit of a free fall now until they – maybe find some kind of stability at quarterback again. For me, for me at 16, I have Tennessee. They beat Carolina who I'll get to later and who just fired their coach. Um, Not impressive. They stayed at 16, even though they won 17. I have Indianapolis. They moved up three spots, both the, the, uh, the Colts and the Rams moved up three spots. India, India at 17, the Rams at 18. Uh, the yeah, the Rams just beat Arizona, but I kind I moved some teams down based off their performance this, this past these past two weeks. Yeah. So they got the benefit of a three spot three spot. Each of them got a benefit of a three spot bump. The Chargers I dropped two spots. Uh, I probably should have dropped the Chargers more from 19 based on like I said, you know. With Staley, they have they have a lot of talent. The problem there is the coaches. They they're stacked yeah. with talent, and they can't put it together because Staley, I don't think, is an effective head coach. I'm surprised Staley is still employed as a head coach there. I was surprised after two was it two two years ago when yeah. they didn't make the playoffs. All they had to do was tie the Raiders, and they made the playoffs, and they lost. Um, because because of Staley, if Staley would never have called that timeout, then the Raiders would never have gone gone for it. They the Raiders were content with a tie game yeah. and making the playoffs, and Staley fucked that up. And then it's just they under they under Staley every year they underperform. Yeah, Chargers going to Charger, and that's like the mo of the Chargers. But you need a coach in there that they're not that that. The players are gonna yeah. hold them accountable, man. Or not, not even not overperform, but just perform how they should, not underperform. Yeah, because they got um, a lot of talent. Twenty, I have Atlanta. They moved up four spots, and I know it sounds crazy, but I had Atlanta and New Orleans so close, and Atlanta just beat New Orleans pretty handily. Um, so I moved Atlanta ahead of New Orleans, which happened to be twenty, which happened to be a four spot bump okay makes sense uh so yeah at 16 i've got denver i moved them up six spots like you talked about they're a hot team right now these guys are just rolling week in week out uh, at 17 i've got the rams i also moved them up six spots uh coming off a couple back-to-back wins and you know stafford's back in the mix they got kyron williams back like we talked about earlier uh you know they're they're you know I would say they're not like lighting the world on fire, but when you look at a lot of the teams in this range, I think they can hang with any of them here. Uh, at 18, I've got the Raiders. I dropped them down one. Uh, hey, it's not the end of the world. They lost to Kansas City, but you know the, the coaching changes seem to be positive for them overall. 19, I've got the Colts. I moved them up one spot. Uh, not like a ton to talk about there, but then at 20, I've got the Vikings. I dropped them down four, and... Um, 
you know, I'm just, I'm starting to kind of lose faith with what's going on in Minnesota, man. And, uh, you know, I think that this most recent Josh Dobbs performance is obviously some cause for concern after he had quite the heroic effort throughout the whole season. But, um, you know, it's just uh, Minnesota for me all year has been suspect. And so anytime I see some cracks, I'm, I'm ready to smoke them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, back to you at 21, man. 21, I have New Orleans. I dropped them three spots. I kind of hit this with the Atlanta bump. 22, I have Denver. I moved them up four spots. I'm cautious about Denver because I've seen such bad things out of Denver. Yeah. But they do seem to – it seems like they've turned it around. It seems like they've turned that defense around and and they, they're playing better. Um, they did just beat Cleveland – the week before they beat, uh, fuck, who'd they play? Uh, the week before they beat Minnesota. They beat Minnesota, which I mean, it's it's not not anything to write home about, but um, they're they're still steadily going to move up the board. I'm opt- I'm I'm pessimistic on them because of what I've seen. Twenty three, I have the Raiders. I drop drop them down four spots. I mean. They lost to Kansas City, but they, they, it's, it's more, they got rid of the head coach and it seems to be more of the same, more of the same issues there. Everything that was going on under McDaniel, McDaniels, yeah, McDaniels is going on under Antonio Pierce. Pierce, thank you. I was drawing a blank. 24, I have Arizona. I dropped them two spots. Um, I just, it's more of a function of what else went around and me moving teams up. I'm, I don't like Kyler Murray as as a quarterback. He came in first week back two weeks ago and and they won, great. Um, then they turn around and they don't show up against the Rams. It's, I just I don't like I don't think Kyler Murray is the answer there. I think they need a quarterback. I think they fucked up by trading Dobbs. But they traded Dobbs because they didn't want the controversy. Because you know, after yeah. this performance this past week with Kyler Murray, um, they're going to say, "Oh, well, fans would have been calling for him." What about Dobbs? Uh, anyways, um, twenty-five. I have Tampa Bay. I dropped them two spots. Um, I'm with Tampa Bay. I'm always ready to pull the cord on them because I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't think Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, 21, I've got the Falcons. I moved them up three spots. They've been getting the ground game going and a little bit of action on the defensive side of the ball as of lately. Uh, 22, I've got the Packers. I moved them up six spots and, um, you know, probably a bit aggressive because they've been a crazy streaky team. Uh, but at five and six now, you know, I wanted the record to kind of elevate them on the board here a little bit. Uh, 23, I've got the Saints. I dropped them down four, like you've talked about. They're just a disappointing team. Uh, 24, I've got the Buccaneers. <laughs> They're just a little bit more of a disappointing team. Uh, and then at 25, I've got the Titans. I didn't move them from their, where they were at. And, you know, I think that this is really a good spot for Tennessee. Um, you know, they're going through the, the rookie quarterback struggles, man. But it's okay. You know, it's it's really, it's all about him getting his reps and them figuring out if he's going to be the guy for next year. True. At 26, I have the Jets. They dropped down one spot. Um, 
all these teams here from 26 down, you could put them in any order and I wouldn't argue with it. It's, it's yeah. all the same issues, all the same crap. Um, that's there. 27, the commanders, they stayed the same. I mean, there's nothing there. I don't know why I still have the commanders above the giants. Like I, I just, I think even the, the giants beat the commanders. I have the giants still at 28. I, I didn't know what to do with, with these teams. And I can make an argument for each and every order with, 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 with the jets, commanders, giants, then 29 Chicago who did beat Minnesota, but, I mean, come on, fucking twelve to ten. Like no touchdowns. They're no I touchdowns. They were saying their first win without scoring a touchdown, and yeah, it's been a long time. Exactly. And thirty, Green Bay moved out of my dumpster fire to the top thirty in the league. Yay! <laughs> they still fucking blow. Uh, but the defense is looking good. Uh, uh, at twenty six, I've got the Jets. I dropped them down five. Uh, you know. I mean, hey, they, they change quarterbacks, but it doesn't mean anything. The offense is just non-existence. And, and I actually, I feel bad because, man, Brees Hall is amazing. And they're mm-hmm. just they're just so bad, man. Uh, at 27, I've got Chicago. I moved them up three. You know, hey, they got a close game against the Lions, and then they got a win against uh, Minnesota. So they got a little bit of love here. Uh, 28, I've got the Giants. I moved them up three. Uh, you know, two wins in a row here, which is kind of surprising, but, um, you know, I, I figured give them a couple bumps for that 29. I've got Washington. I dropped them down three. <clears throat> they lost two in a row. One was against Dallas. So I don't want to penalize them that much, but the other was against the giants. I didn't like that. Uh, and then the Patriots, I dropped them three, uh, you know, they had a buy and then they lost to the, uh, the giants. Yeah, yeah they lost to the Giants. Thank you. Sorry, I was trying to find my note there. Uh, and, yeah, that gets me through 30, man. Why don't you give me your dumpster fire, bud? New England, 31, dropped down one spot. Carolina, 32, dropped down one spot. <sighs> yeah. I just – there's nothing to say good about these about either of those teams. Yeah, so I've got Arizona instead of New England, but part of that is because of the uh, – the two and 10 record, which, you know, I've got new England right above them at the two and nine record. And so, uh, uh, I, I probably, I almost like the way you got it better because I do believe Arizona has played more inspiring football, even though they've not gotten the wins. Uh, but then Carolina, man, that's a bummer, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm a big Frank Reich fan and, uh, they just have made zero improvement this entire year, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what to say about Carolina. We'll talk more about them later. Sure. All right. Anything else on your power rankings? I'm good, man. All right. So for the picks, I we're probably going to kind of power through them a little bit. I. Uh, so my bone to pick is we had a mistake on, and it's my mistake because I put the, the rest of the schedule in. So I take the L on it. Um, we had, we missed a game last week. Oh shit. We did. Yeah. 
because if you look at it, we have New England, Tennessee. It was Carolina, the Tennessee. Did, oh, New England played New the England Giants? Played the Giants. Oh, shit. Okay. So you so, got you picked the Patriots. I picked the Patriots to beat the Giants, and I had picked Tennessee to beat Carolina, but I didn't catch it. So I, I'll take the L, no problem, on it. Because... All right. Well, you can put a little asterisk next to it if it gets close at the end here, James. But but so two weeks ago, we both had nine um, correct. Last week, I had nine. You had 10 correct. On the season, I'm at 54%. You're at 61%. Um, we got to do better. We got to we, we do better than these. Yeah, because I guess if I would have picked the – I would have – picked the Patriots over the Giants, I'm sure, and so I would have been wrong on that one. But then I had Tennessee anyhow over Carolina, which I would have done. So I don't know. I don't know that it would have changed the... It would have, because I would have had... Well, it would have been 10 and 10. But didn't you, I, didn't you say, oh, because you would have taken Tennessee over Carolina. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, because okay. my, model, my model had it... I um, got gotcha. you, yeah. Had it 21 to 20 Tennessee. All right. So, yeah. So, I'm up by 14 right now. If it comes within one, we'll negotiate. So, first game we have this week is um, Thursday night. It's Seattle at Dallas. Um, it's, it's, it's actually really close close game. I was surprised that my model picked it, picked it as such a so decisive on Dallas's side. Um, I think both teams are really good, really playing really well. I don't think Dallas has staying power. I think Seattle it has that same power um, because they just co- they're cohesive. And also another factor coming into this week, Kenneth Walker is doubtful, which yeah. changes the dynamic of that offense. I I'm on Dallas. Um, my model had it at 31 to 20. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So for me, um, yeah, I'm not going to dig too deep into like the heat map and all that tonight. My model is a few weeks outdated with me getting sick. And so, uh, basically I shooting from the hip with my picks and just trying to use my board for anything that I think might be, you know, close where I, I would have to really go in and fine tune the model. And so, uh, the first one, yeah, I've got Dallas here. They're playing at home. They are one of the most electric offenses at home this year. And so, for me, it's a no-brainer. Got to take Dallas here. All right. Next game, we have the Chargers at the Patriots. And this was a surprise for me in my model, but it's kind of a function of how down I am on the Chargers. And I my model had New England winning 23-14. to 14. I don't know how the fuck New England scores 23 points, but... Uh, I would love to see it. Maybe that's a defensive touchdown, special teams touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm taking the I'm taking the the uh, the more talented roster, if you will, which is the Chargers. Even though, like you say, they do like the Charger, but um, yeah, I you know I don't know. I I, I guess if I put them into the model. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. But I, I still have the Chargers a lot higher in my power ranking, so I'm going to stick with them here. 
right, give me one second. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we got the uh, the Lions at the Saints, and uh, even though the Lions are coming off a bad loss against Green Bay. I think they're going to get it back together and get the win against New Orleans. You know, it's you look at the the way they've played all year. Uh, they've been very good with the football, and then these last two weeks they got a little bit sloppy. I think they'll tighten it back up, and New Orleans is not like some, you know, dominant opponent. I think we can get this win. Yeah. So interestingly enough, on, on my model, it had the Saints winning. 36 to 30, which okay. I mean, but I don't believe that this, I think this is my only override in my model this week. I just, I look at it and gut check tells me that there's something wrong with my model there. Well, yeah. Cause I, you know, I, I think, um, so Mike Thomas is out, right? He got put yeah. on IR and then I think Olave is in the concussion protocol. Exactly. So I don't know. I, I maybe I missed something in my model, yeah. but my, my, my gut check tells me that that's not right. I'm and plus I'm so down on the Saints, so I'm gonna override it and go with the Lions on it. Nice. Next we have a game that that is um, not so good of of a game. We have the struggling Falcons at the New York Jets. Um, yeah. I think the Jets have a chance to win that win this game. I actually have it as a field goal win by Atlanta. Um, this it's it's. What it depends on is how well the offense and the Jets actually plays in the game. I think defensively they're going to have a field day on it, but I have Atlanta Atlanta winning it just barely. Sure. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Jets on this one, and um, uh, I've got both these teams near the bottom on my power rankings, but the game is going to be in New York. And my model would have a little bit of a home field advantage factored in. And so I'm going to give them the edge here shooting from the hip. All right. So next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Steelers. Um, even though the Steelers are kind of struggling offensively, I don't don't like what I see with um, in Arizona at all. And I think, the defense in Pittsburgh is going to eat Kyler Murray Murray alive. Um, so I'm going to go, and, and my model has it as a 10-point victory for Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go with um, with Pittsburgh. Yeah, so this one's interesting because um, I've got Pittsburgh a lot higher in my power rankings, and it's in Pittsburgh. Um I think, you know, I just, when I shooting from the hip looked at this, I kind of thought it's such an anemic offense in Pittsburgh, and maybe Kyler Murray can give him a little bit of flash in Arizona. Plus, you got James Conner is going to be coming forward against the Steelers, obviously, having been, been from there. Um, and so I, I like your pick of Pittsburgh, but I'm going to stick with mine with Arizona, man. Then we have the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, this is such a great game. Even though it tends to happen where a team fires a head coach and the next week they come out on fire. Yeah, they rally. I don't see that with Carolina and at, at all. 
I'm I'm so down on Tampa Bay that like if I could pick a tie, I'd pick a tie, and I I might want to do something crazy and pick a tie in this game. Oh my gosh, uh, it could happen. It could happen. Anything can happen. Uh, this game's in Tampa Bay. I don't know, dude. It's like the end of the year here. It seems like Baker Mayfield's got to show off for somebody, right? Because this is like nearing the end of the road for him. And uh, they really should have won last week, but they didn't. Uh, Carolina, man, I just I have no faith in their offense. You know, it's like there's only a couple offenses that are probably worse than Pittsburgh's, and Carolina's one of them. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay here, man. You did you did change the spreadsheet to a tie. I'm serious. I'm picking a tie on that game. For uh, yeah, for you, you want it to be a tie. So yeah. I have to for it to be a tie. Write the word tie. Thank you. Got it. All right. Next up, we have the Colts at the Titans. Um. It's a tale of two teams that are going different directions. We, we we talk about it on paper. Tennessee is not a not that good of a team, but they always outperform the expectations. Uh, Indianapolis is not that good of a team. They have a lot of injuries. Oh, they 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 cut somebody. Who did they cut this week? Oh, Shaq Leonard. Yeah, Shaq Leonard. They they got rid of Shaq Leonard this week. Which, I mean, he wasn't Colts, doing anything for him anyhow. Ever yeah. since he changed his name, yeah. Like the Colts, I'm gonna, I'm kind of riding the wave on them. I my model actually had it as a 16 to 15 win for the Colts. Okay. Um, and I, I'm gonna ride that ride that wave with them because I think they're the momentum's in their favor. I think there's a after the first week, Levis has not shown anything, um, and so I'm I'm on the Colts. Yeah, I, I like the the potential with Indianapolis right now compared to Tennessee. You know, whether it was Richardson earlier in the year or uh, Minshew as Richardson got hurt, you know, and then a little bit of Jonathan Taylor sprinkled in there. Uh, you know, I know he's out now, but the Colts have been showing things where I wasn't expecting really much at all from them this year. Uh, and Tennessee is just really, really struggling. And so I'm going to take yeah. Indy here, too. Next game, Miami at the Commanders. This could be another 50-point victory for Miami. I'm, okay. I'm not joking there. Uh, Miami's easily, handily going to beat the Commanders this week. <laughs> yeah, hey, firing Jack Del Rio wasn't going to be the answer, but um, I guess they had to do it. This is, this is the year of the fall guy, James. We're uh-huh. just going to make all these people fall guys. And so, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins, man. That's a no-brainer for me. <laughs> at the Texans, and even though I want to pick the Texans in the game, um, I think the 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 Broncos. What I've seen lately from the Broncos gives me pessimistic hope for them, yeah. and the cracks in the armor are kind of showing for for the Texans lately. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. My model had it as let me had a a. Field goal victory for the Broncos. Yeah, I could see this being a real tight game. And I think um, Sean Payton's got his troops behind him right now. And uh-huh. 
Uh, he's a, a savvy veteran coach. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is a rookie head coach uh, with a rookie quarterback. And so I think that uh, some of the difference in experience is going to give Denver the edge here. Yeah. Then we have the Browns at the Rams. I don't know what to say about the Browns. There's nothing really good to say say about them, especially if Miles Garrett may miss this week. If he's out, it's going to be especially make it worse. Um, they'll they'll keep the Rams in check, but I think I don't think offensively the Browns can will be able to do much and actually don't have them scoring a touchdown in this game offensively based on my model. Um, I'm with the Rams. Um, Pretty, I'm 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 on the Rams. Uh, the Browns are going to score pro- probably four field goals. Yeah, I like your. Uh, sorry, I like the way you're breaking it down, man. I mean, it's hard to pick a team when they're starting a, a rookie quarterback, especially, uh, you know, like a very late drafted rookie quarterback. It's not like DTR was a first round pick, and so, mm-hmm. uh, and and Nick Chubb's out, and they've got other stuff going on, and. I think the Rams, you know, like you said, they can move the ball on offense still. They got Stafford, they got Kyler Williams, you know, stuff's happening there. And so it's just, at the end of the day, man, the Browns aren't going to be able to score enough points. Yeah. Then we have possibly the game of the week, which I'm surprised was not flexed to Sunday night. Um, the 49ers at the Eagles. Uh this is this is going to be a phenomenal game. I think we'll we'll get to see what would happen what would have happened in the NFC championship game if Brock Purdy wouldn't have gotten hurt. Oh, yeah. uh, I have it, I have it as a close, close game. Uh, I have the 49ers pulling it out. I, I talked about this in the power rankings. I think the 49ers are better than the Eagles. And I also think the fact that like, this is another, like I mentioned, this is the fourth tough game in a row for the Eagles, that yeah. that arm is going to crack, going to crack somewhere. If they can get through the stretch and not lose a game, I'm, Gonna go. I'm gonna fly to Vegas and put put a hundred thousand dollars on them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, you make a good point, man. I mean, they they've been playing some powerhouse teams, and so you know, do they have enough juice left in them to go after the 49ers here, even though it's at home for Philly? Um, I I like both these teams. I like them a lot, and I'm gonna stick with Philly. Um, they've just they've been finding ways to grind it out and get those wins, man. And, you know, at, at what, 10 and 1 now compared to, mm-hmm. you know, San Francisco losing a couple sloppy games. I just, I'm going to trust Philly just a little bit more for right now. Right, then we're on to the Sunday night game. This is what the game that I thought would have been flexed out. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. Surprisingly, my model had this really close. I think that's a, the closest on my model is a function of the fact that the Chiefs are not looking dynamic and like they like normal and the Packers are kind of rolling right now. Uh, I'm on the Chiefs. I was surprised how close my model had it as it was a two point victory by the Chiefs over the Packers. And it was a very low scoring game, but I'm I'm firmly on the Chiefs. Yeah, I think Green Bay is going to have a little bit of momentum going into the game and they get the benefit of it being at home. Um yeah, Kansas City, like you're talking about, man, they're they're not the same team this year. A lot of it's just the lack of a seasoned wide receiver. Uh, you know, Kelsey's great, but all their wideouts are just dropping balls left and right, man. And so mm-hmm. 
that's dragging them down. But with that being said, we got two teams on opposite ends of the uh, the power ranking spectrum here, and so I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Yeah. And Monday night is the Bengals at the Jaguars, which I think this is the last week. I think starting next week they can flex into Thursday and Monday night. Okay. If I remember correctly, I think it was 14, week 14. Anyways, um, the Bengals are are in trouble without Joe Burrow. They, that was evident this past week. They, 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 um, who did they play with the Steelers? Jake they only Browning or whatever. Yeah, Jake Browning and the Jaguars. Even though I'm kind of down on the Jaguars just a little bit because of because they're not looking like the team I thought they they looked like at the end of last year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick the Jaguars in this game. I actually have it as as a closer game, but it's more of a function of who which quarterback do I trust more. Trevor yeah. Lawrence or Jake Browning. And I trust Trevor Lawrence more because I've seen him do it where Jake Browning is, is a complete, is almost, not, not a complete unknown because I've seen him play and he did not look good. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think Cincinnati, man, their defense is going to try really hard to keep these guys in this game, knowing that the offensive line can be exposed in Jacksonville uh, but like you said, man, it's about which team has the more capable offense here. And it's obviously Jacksonville, even though they've got some issues on that offensive line. And then we go to next Thursday, which is the Patriots at the Steelers. Yeah, unless New England. It's, it's, it's <sighs> a good thing. It's a good thing this is on Prime because nobody wants to watch this game. Steelers are going to win, but nobody wants to watch the, watch the game. And, and and that's that's something. Like this week, I think is like one of the only good Thursday night games for Amazon Prime. But, yeah, you've been mentioning that that every like every had, game seems like it's been weak all year. Yeah, you had the, you had two because you had the the Bengals. Ravens game and you have have um, the Seahawks Cowboys but I think that's about that's all I can think of off the top of my head for decent games on on Thursday night like you coming up week 17 you have the the Jets Browns 16 you have the Saints Rams you have the Chargers Raiders neck in two weeks It's just, it's just like the third year in a row where the Thursday night games suck. Yeah. Well, I'm taking Pittsburgh, by the way. You know, I'm not going to overthink it, you know, unless New England has some kind of revelation at quarterback. You know, I'm going with the Steelers. And it, not like the Steelers are lighting it up on offense, but they've got an amazing defense and they can, mm-hmm. they can do something on offense. So, yeah. So that's the picks for this week. Do you have any final thoughts? I do not. All right. So you had question of the week, and yeah. I read it, and I forgot exactly how you phrased it. So. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just related to the Frank Reich firing, and, you know, I just wanted your opinion on whether you thought Carolina jumped the gun on that. And, you know, like I talked about earlier, and you've known this for a while, I, I like Frank Reich. I think he's a good coach. I think he's kind of just had a bad rash of luck 
with his time as a head coach with the Colts and now with the Panthers, uh, you know, things just haven't aligned. You know, the stars have not aligned, so to speak. But uh, I thought it was premature with Carolina because you got a rookie quarterback. Uh, you knew that there were offensive line issues. You knew that there were wide receiver issues. Uh, I just thought that the team really going into the season only had uh, stability and, and like solid talent on defense. And so I just thought that they were, they were far enough down in the rebuild that they should have given him the entire year to see what they could do. Uh, I get it. You know, the records freaking got awful and there hasn't really been a whole lot of improvement out of Bryce Young week in and week out. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was a bummer. You know, I, I, I like Frank Reich and he's already making comments that he's done. He's not going to come back to coaching. And so uh, it's all right. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know, he just didn't get the, uh, didn't get the luck he needed, man. I would say yes. They jumped the gun. If it weren't for the fact, and you hit on it, Bryce Young has not shown improvement. Yeah. But it's more than Bryce Young that hasn't shown improvement. Yeah, the team coming in was down and they're through a rebuild. The team has not shown improvement. They've they they actually I think declined as the season's gone on. And if 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 they stayed the same or improved, I would I would feel comfortable making the argument that it was too soon or they jumped the gun on it. But, but I think they've declined a little bit through the season and that decline through the season is concerning. And I think that's why they pulled the trigger and it makes sense because, because it gets them a jump start on the, on the coaching um, carousel. And it, it was clear that Reich wasn't going to be the guy there based on the decline. So I'm, I'm, even though I like Frank Reich, I'm fine with the firing because you need to, you need to find the guy that's going to, going to improve the team. And that wasn't happening this year. Yeah. It was a crapshoot, man. It, it fell apart. Wasn't getting better. So, uh, all right, well, that's good. That's all I had for question of the week, man. All right. So that's our show. It's kind of a quicker show. We're both, both kind of having, uh, various things going on in our life. So we kind of had to power through some stuff. Um, we'll, we'll probably have more in-depth analysis next week. Uh, you know, hit that like button, subscribe, play question of the week, play, uh, name that stadium, you know, just give us feedback on what you think. Engage, Um, engage, engage with us. You want, you have quite, you have ideas for improvement. Hell, we'd be happy to hear that. Um, Unless you have any any final final thoughts, uh, I think I think that's our show for the week. I'm all good, man. I appreciate you leading the charge here, James, and I hope you have a good night, bud. Right. Sounds good. Hope you have a good one too. All right, see ya. Gridiron Grinder, hut hut hike.